Welcome to Beyond the 8-Bit Screen, where the nerds gather to explore the transformation from a video game to the big screen. My name is Zoe Dubisky, and I am your host for this quest. This episode, we'll be looking at all of the Resident Evil movies, of which there are plenty to choose from. This week, I dragged my friends up again to the mic. We have Tyson Bryan, Ben Dupre, and Joel Pitts all lined up to complain about the Resident Evil adaptations. Our conversation will start logically when we talk about what they picked to adapt into the movies, and then maybe devolve as we start talking about why the main character never wears a bra. So sit back, grab that caffeinated beverage, and enjoy the episode. Just wanted to start with some Resident Evil facts for you. Oh, oh no. Perfect. Come on, come back. That I, I just, I spent forever my... So we're legitimately starting now? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay, oh no. No, we probably should start by introducing ourselves. <laughs> Person on my right, you want to start and we'll go around? Yeah, I'm Joel. I am the fiance to the host. Um, and I've played a little bit of Resident Evil uh, 2 Remake with Zoe watching me from behind because she was a scaredy cat and couldn't play. I was a bubble-blowing baby <laughs> and couldn't even get past the gas station. This is true. As it's soon like as she saw level. Let's move on. Let's, mo- Actually, let's move on. Actually, the first person she saw in the game, she's like, I'm done. Let's move on. That one zombie. Let's man. move on. It was, no, it wasn't even the zombie. Let's it move was on. the human was bleeding it the off floor. Please, please spare me. Let's move on. Anyways, I'm Benjamin, avid Leon enjoyer. Um, I've played. Nice. <laughs> I played pretty much all of Resident Evil Seven, um, and I'm pretty well versed in some of the older Resident Evil games. And I just watched the movie yesterday. That was something. Uh, I'm Tyson. I've watched them all of the movies, sadly. I have played most of the games. Why would you watch all the movies? Uh, it was a regretful decision, but I wanted to really think through it. It was when the last one was coming out, and I figured, oh, I'll watch the rest of them to be able to watch it in theaters. <laughs> oh, dear. What an interesting Yeah, idea. it was a bad idea. <laughs> I've also watched all the animated actual Resident Evil movies, which are actually good, but the these ones were not. Well, on that note, let's let's talk a little bit about release releases of the games and the movies. Um, turns out the name is Biohazard in Japan, but that already existed yes. here, so they changed it to Resident Evil. Really? But Biohazard makes a lot more sense when you really think yeah. about it. Yeah. I actually really like the name Resident Evil, though. I, I think it is, like, eye-catching, if anything. But Biohazard's much more, like, descriptive. Biohazard is literal Resident Evil lets you know. On 7, uh, since the subtitles for Resident Evil 7, Biohazard yeah. in Japan is Biohazard 7 Resident Evil. Oh, which is that's fun. fun. Interesting. I love that for them. That's so yeah. cool. Huh. First game was released in 1996, and then the most recent was uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake, which was released this year. 17 games total, some of which are remakes. Um, Resident Evil 2 came out two years later um, than the first one in 96, and it actually did better than the first, and that's the one with Leon. Really? First one with Leon. Resident Evil 4. This is our boy, Leon. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone saw Leon and was like, we have to have this game. Uh, Resident Evil 4 changed the format. Do I know what that means? Not quite, but maybe we'll get into it. 
Mm. It went less survival horror. Much more oh. action oriented. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Quick time event. First live action was released in 2002. Five more movies came out. The reboot, Welcome to Raccoon City, came out in 2021. Um, according to Wikipedia, this franchise has the most live action movies of a video game series. Really? Um, and I find that interesting. I wouldn't be surprised. Because everyone but thinks... it's all the one movie series. <laughs> it's all the one movie series and everyone thinks they suck. And yet it's like got the most on record for live action adaptations. Uh, the highest critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes is 53%. Highest audience rating is 67%. And those are not on the same movie. I think we just need to give them a chance. It's, it's kind of like the Fast and Furious movies where they is just it? kept coming no. and coming. No. And then... At no. a certain point, they actually kind of got no. good of just how, like, how stupid no. they were. I think it's like that. <laughs> no. And we need more, no. actually. Six no. was, we need at no. least ten. Just like Fast and Furious. Or no. are they at 11 now? No. I like how no. we have the newcomer and the person who has suffered the most out of this group. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't suffer that. They, they ruined half the people. Let's talk about the difference between the characters in the games versus the movies. Yeah. My least favorite was how incompetent they made Leon in Welcome to Raccoon City. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty bad. Yeah, they, they he kind of he kind of sucks. Like the literally the intro scene to him like waking up, chugging like a beer, and it's like just his room's all messy. It's like wow, this isn't Leon. What the heck? Leon I know was a super clean guy who's like I'm gonna go be a rookie cop. And then he goes in, and he's just super sweet, and he's caring to everyone, and he's a good boy. And this guy, it's like, it's like he went from golden retriever to one of those like. I'm gonna be edgy just because. No, no, like one of those like it's, it's like not edgy. it's like one of those like terrier like fluffy stupid dogs. I don't know, I don't know yeah. what breed, but yeah, he's now like a really Shih stupid Tzu? dog. <sighs> Maybe. Maybe yeah, I'll 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 do that. I just Leon just from Resident Evil 2 remake already seems very confident, very well spoken and put together, mm -hmm. and like in survival situations feels like he could survive versus Raccoon City Leon, who probably had plot armor wrapped very thickly. In, yeah, in the game Leon. I'm pretty sure he passed like the entrance exam for police, like top of his class. So he was already known to be quite a talented yeah. officer. So coming into Raccoon City, he was pretty. He could handle himself. Mm, yeah, and then in the movie, it makes a point to be like, "Uh, dog, you're only here because your dad. <laughs> what a stupid yeah. boy! You shot your own friend. <laughs> stupid boy. <laughs> Why would they do that? I don't. I don't. Everyone knows that Leon is like the biggest character it's either chris or leon and everyone usually leans over to leon so it's a very weird thing to carry a fan favorite character that heavily yeah and that's why like i almost wonder if they were like oh we're gonna we're gonna subvert expectations with this they'll never see it coming and it'll it'll be trope defining or it's like i don't know like it, it it feels like they're they either didn't care but it there's parts of the welcome to raccoon city that do feel like they cared because, the, the opening yeah. yeah the opening is like oh that's actually good how they combined um 
uh, Redfield going with the truck driver, it's like, okay, yeah, like, that's fine. That works. Mm -hmm. And, like, some certain aspects, like, because, yeah, they're dealing with, I think it's, they're, they're combining, like, the first three games in one, essentially. First, technically, first two, because you never really see, because Jill's there. Yeah. But in the third game, it's Jill during Wrecking City. Okay. And so it's a weird timeline-wise. Mm. So technically, it's a third, yeah. but it's not. I see. Okay. Do you guys think that they made Leon that way just to, like, attempt to make him more relatable? There's something? maybe the idea that, like, they thought that type of character would do better than, like, the goody two-shoes type. Yeah. But I also wonder, when we look at the timeline of that releasing, it was uh, 2021, did they want a police character to look that competent mm. and that cool? If you notice, they've stopped making any sort of good police characters because people get antsy. Because, mm -hmm. like, Redfield and, like, I'm forgetting her first name for some... Claire? Yeah, Claire. Claire and, um... Chris. Yeah, well, no, I wasn't going to refer to Chris. Chris is, like, kind of competent, but even he's kind of viewed as, like, oh, he was kind of a part of it. But, yeah, Claire and yeah. Jill seem to be the only two that seem competent and only one of them is a police officer yeah mm -hmm. yeah that uh, yeah i know like jill's the only police officer that's kind of competent but even then she claire is definitely portrayed i think as like the main hero for sure and she is the only non-police officer in like the main squad i know chris he uh, he seemed he was obviously more talented than leon but he really should have been a lot more talented because the whole point of stars is that they're the special operations unit of the wrecking city mm -hmm. so they should be like the best of the best and it shouldn't have been he's he was adequate and right. was a lot better yeah. than leon because leon sucked it should have been he was like an elite level and leon was just very good yeah so like if we're talking about raccoon city because i haven't actually seen it um but I know, like, one of the main parts that is really attractive about the game is, like, the atmosphere and, like, the set pieces and, like, um, how much, like, environmental storytelling they kind of chalk each level filled with, with, like, zombies falling out of the ceiling while you're running through the police corridors and things like that. Did Raccoon City kind of emulate that at all and have, like, a really dense atmosphere and, like, a It definitely setting? copied a lot of, like, places. Like, a lot of the places were basically rip off from the game like they had the a very good layout of the uh first game's mansion and the police station had a good few sections that you very clearly remember from the yeah mm -hmm. and i actually liked that that part was one of the few parts yeah. where it felt like someone actually paid attention mm -hmm. and wanted to bring that to the movies i don't mind maps being directly ripped yeah i think it mm -hmm. kind of felt surface level though because the fact that it was the maps being ripped but there was nothing because we, 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 we had talked about that while we were watching, of the idea of what made Resident Evil feel like Resident Evil and why the movies feel so often is because Resident Evil is like, there is a lot of puzzles and figuring stuff out in the moment. Mm -hmm. And in all of these movies, there's not really like a puzzle. It's just, oh, we gotta go kill the AI or, <laughs> oh, we, we gotta go to the orphanage and Resident Evil 1 tried to be a puzzle. <laughs> They even referenced the puzzles by um, giving Leon and Claire the keys, like the spade and the heart and the club. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just, it's not where it should be. It's just a wink. 
Yeah, it's a lot of set dressing on like it's like, oh yeah, we totally get it. We totally watched and like played these games. I remember that. And yeah, we totally played these games and we totally did not try to look at the heart of what the games were and totally, totally, totally. But I did Welcome to Raccoon City definitely feels more like the games in terms of like dressing and how it's dressed up than the Yeah. <laughs> first six or whatever. Yeah. Cause like Whenever I watch like a Disney live action remake, it's technically the same thing, but like it feels much more hollow. So like would you say that's comparable to what it's like and how it's the yeah. same place, same setting, but like Yeah. Everyone feels awful, the characters. They all they're they are right, but there's something's wrong. Mm. Uncanny Valley almost. Yeah. And I think both when we're like with Disney and then especially with Resident Evil, they miss what sets them apart. The reason the Disney animations feel so wonderful is because they're classic bits of animation that revamped the entire industry and they put a lot of effort into making new techniques. And then why Resident Evil feels so much different, I think, than other zombie games is because it's not solely focused on killing zombies. It's about the puzzles and figuring out what happened around you. Mm. And the movies just do not translate that at all. And it's not that they can't. Mm -hmm. Because, like, movies like... I know you don't like the Tomb Raider movie, but at least they put... (laughs) puzzles in that and like da vinci code i and da vinci code have puzzles there's a capability to put puzzles in movies Mm -hmm. and they saw the main mechanic of resident evil went no at least there was an rpg though a well-timed rpg did that's what obviously matters which actually i don't think happened in the first resident evil movie right the first one that we all watched together did that one have a well-timed rpg there i don't i don't believe it had there was no rpg RPG. (sighs) Dang. I got excited when the well-time RPG came on screen. It's the best weapon. You always get very excited when you get in the game, and then it just ruins one boss fight, but you still ha- you still are happy. Well, it did feel a little anticlimactic, but it was true to the game. <laughs> well, it really went quiet. <laughs> no, we should say like the most interesting thing in the entire podcast right now. Resident Evil movies are made by people who don't like the games. Oh. I mean, we can wow. expand on that. <laughs> Wait, you mean the... Uh, At least the first one. The, the first one? Yeah. The first one, I said this while we were watching, the first one felt like what people think of gamers and what they think they'll like. Mm. So, like, this person saw this popular series when, you know what gamers are? A bunch of men that live in their mom's basement. You know what they'll like? A movie where the woman doesn't wear a bra the whole time. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> And then wrote it without. I don't ever... know if it makes it better or worse if that woman was the director's wife, and that's why she was cast as the main lead. What? Oh, Mila Jovovich. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, she when the director was making the first movie, and that's why she's also in the uh, Monster Hunter movie. Is mm. that the same director? So he <laughs> just character for his wife to go in, and it makes them the lead. That's so weird. Uh, <laughs> very. Yeah. No. Well, that. Like, huh. That's telling. Wifey, you're yeah. going in there, no bra. Well, he ju- he just wanted to see his wife without a bra. That is so wild to be a director and then actively dehumanize your female protagonist by introducing them in the shower. Like she did not have to be in the shower. Well, dehumanizing both the character and your wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. The, yeah like <laughs> there's layers to that. It's like okay, so there's the whole entire stupid thing where it's like. But, but what if that, that could be someone's that could be some guy's mom or like some stupid aspect of that mm-hmm. and it's like 
no, it's just, it's, that's a human being. You should care about her because she's a human being. It's like, on top of that, he's doubled down as like, yeah, no, that's my wife. That's but literally sure. my wife. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm trying to figure out if it passes the Bechdel test. I don't think it does. Mm. Um, no. The only main character from the games in that movie is Alice, uh, introduced by... Um, the shower scene. Uh, it never actually mentions her name, which I think is an interesting choice to have the only canon <laughs> character. Um, but is there any point in the game where you just see Alice almost completely nude? Is there? Alice is in the game? I could have sworn she was. I don't know. I I don't remember a character called Alice. Am I getting Alice and Claire mixed up? You maybe? I'm looking it up now. No, it comes he, up. She has oh, not movie. once been made an appearance in the games. She is oh. never in. There is, uh, she does not make an mistake. She's a completely original character for this guy. So they don't have There's any. To be the golden star. They don't have. They, any... not in the first one, or and technically not the second one, but the third one okay. or the fourth one they do. <laughs> okay, thank you for that. Tyson. <laughs> I completely. Like, so, that is, yes. That's so confusing though, because I understand why you're confused by that. Why wouldn't they have any canon characters? Well, I also. Well, Let's be it real. It does here. get better. It does get better. Second movie, because at the end, if you one of them got like injected or some stuff, mm -hmm. so that guy turns into um, what's Nemesis. the guy's name? Nemesis. 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 Yeah. We did Google she that. She beats him one on one fist fight. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. So yes. Superhero. Power of not wearing a bra. And then, yeah, that's probably what it was. Um, and I think she may have seen Jill in that one. Jill may have made an appearance. Yeah, wow. Jill made an appearance Jill is in, in the second one. The second one. Because I remember okay. looking it up, and Jill is in the second one. Mm. I, yes. let's be real here, had to get most of my Resident Evil knowledge from watching a timeline video. I could have mm. sworn they mentioned an Alice. <laughs> and I guess in my little confusion, I just assumed that they would at least have one canon character in the movie. <laughs> I just assumed that would be a thing. It does... Um, not in the first one. Second one has Jill. The third one has got Chris and I think Jill again, and they fight Wesker. I would okay. And then in the, the fourth one, it's got Chris, Jill, and Leon. And then in the fifth one, they kill off Leon and Chris off screen. <laughs> off and screen. And then in the fifth one, none of them show up. Yep. Off screen, Leon <laughs> dies. Why? <laughs> How? No wonder those Rotten Tomatoes were so low. They don't tell you how. They just oh. say he's dead. <laughs> what? I you know that Leon guy. <laughs> he's gone. You know that sing... beloved character yeah. who is the titular character of the entire series. Yeah, he's dead. Both him and Chris, the two top runners of the series, die off screen. I every single thing I learn about this movie series just proves over and over again it was written by someone who absolutely didn't care about the games and maybe glanced at the packaging and that's it. <laughs> On the third one, they tried to make some better, like, ooh, look, I cared about the games because there was a, like, fight-for-fight fight remake of a fight scene of, like, between Jill and Chris and Wesker, where it's, if you put it side-by-side side to the game cut scene, it's the exact same thing. Mm. Like, no differentiation. Is that better or worse? Worse because it was really lazy. Okay. <laughs> and it was just, mm. like, right at the end, last scene ever of that thing, and... They obviously they all lose because the girl's not there, so she can't save the day. She had to go buy a bra. She still, I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't think she ever puts on a bra. The entire the series. The entire series. <laughs> I, I'm. Let me scroll through some photos, but talk definitely about, not the second one. Talk <laughs> about 
bad survival technique. <laughs> because if anything, it's I'm more it's the, more um the photos to the third one. There's no bra. Because yeah, no, the first one oh. there isn't. Because the literally we, at the we... start of the movie, I think before <laughs> I even hit play, I looked yeah. as though I'm like, I bet she doesn't wear a bra for the entire movie. I didn't even take the bet. I knew it was right. The second (laughs) one is three seconds after the first one. So she still doesn't have a bra because she was just in the other one. The third one is like seven years after and she just doesn't wear a bra. And then the rest of them, she wears like a skin tight suit. You can't tell me that bras wouldn't exist in the apocalypse. So she just turns into Angelina Jolie from Tomb Raider. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh yeah. Maybe she just really liked Angelina's work and was like, you know what? I don't want to be Angelina Jolie, even though Angelina Jolie didn't like being Angelina Jolie. Inspirational. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I have two two singular thoughts with my brain cells that I rubbed together. At this point, Ben left the podcast, so you will no longer hear his voice. My, my brain cell thoughts, if we're ready. As a non-player up until, you know, four days ago I because of the movies probably completely thought that Alice was a main character secondly why because we didn't mind the almost shot for shot remake of the cutscene at the opening of Raccoon City but it's bad in the main series when they copy the fight play for play why it's because they had so much like stuff before that that really hurt the series and then they just like put that because that's the first time you see chris and jill as so you've been going all this time with no main characters and then all of a sudden they're all there and they do this shot, shot remake and then they dispose of chris immediately so you see him and he's gone and then you're off with main girl again so simultaneously using a canon character for plot convenience and then kind of yeah giving... it was just like it was basically the jingle jingle thing like you got jingle, jingle. to talk to someone and you jingle 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 and then to keep them going. And then they're gone again. Yeah. Like a, a lazy attempt at pacification. I also yeah. think it probably has to do with, at the start, it doesn't like stick to the shot for shot remake. Like it literally, it just holds the fact that the dude hits the girl mm. or the lady. Like it's not, it's pretty close. Burger. But yeah, the burger. The burger. It's, it's pretty close, but that's just a small little bit. And I also think the differences is that one is almost kind of like a homage while replicating a fight scene. A fight scene is something that's a lot more create. Like, I feel like there's more influence and creativity that has to go into that that makes things varied, especially if the rest of everything else is different in that movie. Yeah, I also don't think it helps. The fight scenes from Resident Evil 5, which is very, it's like 50 50 on if people like it or not, because it's very corny. So the fight scene translates that. Yeah. So the one thing they picked wasn't actually a good representation of the series. It was a pretty rough rep. I I find Resident Evil 5 okay, um, but it's definitely not something I'd pick to like show off my main characters if I had to introduce them somehow. Resident Evil, the sixth movie series, is it a worthy addition to the canon? No. Next question, please. <laughs> what about Raccoon City? No. Also no, but I still enjoy it. It has a. It hurts the characters a lot, but not so bad to where I don't dislike him. The live action, the Welcome to Raccoon City 
for some reason almost makes me feel like I should expect Scooby-Doo to come out of nowhere. I don't know what it is. The way it's yeah. shot, it feels like a live-action Scooby-Doo movie. <laughs> it also doesn't help the guy who played uh, to Chris was a guy who pl he played Fred in one of the Scooby-Doo live-action oh, movies. Oh, yeah. Sure. And then the guy they picked for Leon looks like it could just be like a... A he's from altered Shaggy. No, he's from Victorious, yeah. and I know that it. irks me that they made him such a bad character. Because I, I mean, not that he's not a, he's not a great character in Victorious either. People talk about how he's kind of actually toxic, but at least I liked him in Victorious, you know. And then he just goes and gets a bad written character. That's a terrible version of Leon. We did talk about the fact that at least Welcome to Raccoon City felt significantly scarier than Resident Evil. Not, and then, so mm -hmm. it felt more like the games, I think, to me, because it had yeah. that uh, unsettling, I don't know what they're going to pull next thing. Mm -hmm. It just made all the stars people it was definitely feel a like. Movie. Yeah. I think that's also another thing that adds to the Scooby Doo aspect of it is all of the stars, like, they don't treat them so, like, they don't feel like they're professional agents. They feel like they're goofy teenage kids, just like going around doing their missions with crushes and that's like a major point yeah mm, wesker seemed way too happy-go-lucky in this one he in the games he's the serious he's the leader of the team mm. he's very serious and then the, the the trail of wesker in the games while you can probably figure it out if you look at it it doesn't seem like he has the any proof to why he would betray him anyone but this one you straight away knew he was going to betray him you knew that, but he was just seemed dumb, even though Wes was one of the smartest people in the series. Yeah, I think I think that's just that actor though, because in Umbrella Academy, which is a, he I does, think yeah, yeah, like he he just plays the character he plays in Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy is a completely different series. That was it was Gerard Way's comic, and they made a live action thing of the comic. Well, there's the Umbrella Corporation. Yeah. So yeah. I was sitting here like, what? Yeah, no, when I saw him in the movie, I'm like, that is funny that the two things I've seen him in both have Umbrella, umbrella as a major part of what a word. their uh, worlds. But yeah, he's just a goofy, like, Did strong wolf man. more like Chris than the guy who played Chris. I feel like he should have been Chris. Yes. Because <laughs> Chris is supposed to be the big boulder-punching Chris, but it, while the other guy didn't look like he could punch a boulder. Is that the guy that pushes the boulder? Is that Chris? Punches the boulder, yes. No, the one that... Oh, wow. The, the, the prompt is push, 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 hook, 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 punch. Yeah, that's not what I thought when I saw him. Yeah, no. I would not have assumed that was the same character. In fact, I did not assume that was the same character. It is. Well. Yeah, the movie sucked. List it out for me. Make it easy and or add new things. What could they have done better to be worthy of adding to the canon? I don't know. I, like including Leon. Yeah. Prove, don't wreck the characters. Yeah. And maybe split it up into the two movies instead of doing it on one. Like don't do the it. mansion, do Rack and City. Don't convolute the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Because they also cut out a lot of people that are pretty big into Resident Evil 2. Like Mr. T isn't in the movie yeah. at all. Because the big bad guy is the liquors. We haven't gotten to Mr. T yet, Zoe. We're, that's the that's the surprise that I keep waiting for. I think they don't have a single tyrant in Welcome to Rac Raccoon City. No, they it's don't. It's just like it's just the liquor. Wait, no, and no. 
And the who? That big eyeball guy. Yeah, the big eyeball uh, guy. Yeah. I forgot William about Burke. him. Me deeply uncomfortable. He's the one who invented the uh, G virus at this point. G. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Too many viruses, all of which sound the same. And I think a pretty big um, point that they could have done was incorporate the puzzles. Well, yeah, I think that's part of yeah. splitting the movies, though, because like they combine the movies, and one the thing they cut out is some integral characters, and I think the puzzle and like the slower aspect of the games, and instead they raise the scale to cover more places and go and focus purely on the action aspect of the games, um, and uh, yeah, mm. so I, I think really just taking the movies and splitting them would do a lot. I also think. They probably felt like it would have been too slow, but part of, I think, why Resident Evil, the one we played, is scary is because you feel so enclosed. Because you spend a lot of time in one singular place, and there's just, like, a feeling that that place will no longer be safe at some point. But they bopped around. Mm. Even though they're all places we recognize in the movie, I feel like they could have spent a lot longer in them, and it would have been scarier. Not like they have to worry about that, since they're making a game for the people who played the game, then people who played it should expect that. Yeah. Gotcha. So if they actually kept their audience in mind, they would have yeah. maybe felt more relaxed to spend more time. Yeah. Mm. It's where, and I think this goes back to the set dressing. I honestly think them splitting the movies might help with the set dressing as well. Because we have the places looking very much like they are in the game, like the mansion, the police station, but they don't function at all in the same way uh, because we just kind of speed through them real quick. We, we get like a quick little little snippet, a little like it's like, oh, there's zombies at the gate and they're like breaking through to, into the police station. So it's like, okay, we get that aspect, but we don't get it all the, the entire part of like slowly reclaiming and kind of re-establishing like, okay, this room's clear unless a window breaks and lets some zombies in or, oh, this thing is changing or dynamic. Like, there's nothing dynamic about those places, minus I guess the mansion having the 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 tunnel to the lab. Uh, but that's basically it. Mm. Everything else is purely aesthetic, and I think we could really add more personality to the to the places from like how they were in the games um, if we we had split up the movies. Yeah. But shooty shooty goes in trailers more. At least. <laughs> That's what they think. But we have guns and zombies and every single character that you like thrown in one. Yeah. Woo. They could have, like, but if they went with the Resident Evil true, like, slower thing, they have a lot of scenes they could have used. Like, anything with William, that's spooky enough and action packed to do that. And then if they did Mr. X, then that would be another one. And yeah. then the first introduction of Liquor, always exciting. And there's a plenty of stuff to do with the slow stuff. Yeah. to have that action pack to end. Yeah, no. I, like It just wouldn't be all action like the movie was. Yeah. They gotta have all... They gotta, I mean, you gotta be doing something 24-7. You can't breathe unless it's a singular moment where we're gonna introduce the new setting. And then we go back to it. Mm. <laughs> we're in the mansion, but now there's zombies all in the mansion. Anyway, <laughs> we really hit all of the points fast. I'm not sure we need to continue stretching this. Wham! I think it's easy because there's no nuance. The movies just suck. Um, <laughs> there's absolutely nothing good to analyze. Therefore. Yeah. It's it's pretty much, yeah, no. First series, 
they didn't care. They just wanted to tell a movie with a name and try to get people to watch it to make some money. Um, and then the second. And somehow movie, it worked. Yeah, and somehow yeah. people. You contributed to that. This is true. You did. You were I part of I contributed ages ago when the movies were already on streaming services, so it didn't matter anymore. It does matter. They get stream uh, stream numbers. No. Did you go see it in theaters? No. No, because I got really annoyed. I waited for it to come on the streaming. Okay. Still think you're part of the problem. This is no. True. This anyway. Is true. Tyson's, Tyson caused those movies. <laughs> At least one of them. I caused one A of them. A singular one. Yep. Not even the reboot either. Thank you for joining us on this quest through Resident Evil. And thank you to my friends for sitting down and complaining with me. Join us next week at Beyond the 8-Bit Screen, where we will be talking about The Witcher series. Now if you'll excuse me, I think I need to go hide behind Joel as we try to finish Resident Evil.